Hey y'all, it's Carrie, and I just wanted to let y'all know that this episode is going to be a little bit different. If you're in the Facebook group, you might have seen the announcement that I made that our little Donna was in the hospital last week. She had a really bad blood clot in her lungs, but she's home, she's on new medicine, and we're on the up and up, but it's just going to take her a little while to be able to record again. So thank y'all all all so much for your patience as we are kind of in and out on social media. And like last Thursday, Sinister Sightings, we kind of did a best of. So the next couple of episodes may be different, but thank you all so much for your patience. I know that y'all all love Donna as much as I do, and we want our girl healthy. So thank you again so much for your patience as we figure out what the heck to do the next few weeks. But for now, enjoy one of our first bonus episodes from Patreon. And it's a good one. We love y'all. Creep it real and don't get scared. episode wow 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 and that (laughs) (laughs) you sounded like when you said what's whatever you sound like what's new pussycat wow 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 new year kicking it old school (laughs) all right also new year all use on patreon (laughs) if part of your tier is to send in ideas for what you want the bonus episodes to be send those to us because we want to do bonus episodes on what y'all want to hear yeah so don't forget send those to us along with your sinister sighting stuff and that's all yeah all of your rewards that you get use them use them take part use those percentages off merch use those gift cards to the thing if you're in those tiers (laughs) listen to the bloopers Send in your sisters. I cannot wait for January's bloopers because... Oh, I can only imagine. This last episode that y'all got with the gypsy and the green man. That was like five hours long. We were lit. Oh, Lord. Poor Will. Poor Poor Will. Will. (laughs) All right. So, starting it off, not with a suggestion, but with what I found. Only because we didn't have one. Yeah. I started to do one, and I was like, oh, Carrie, it's going to be so freaking good. Researched it more, and uh, old Snopes said, nopes, it's <laughs> fake. <laughs> and so I was like, this bitch. Oh, my God. No wonder it was so good. So, didn't want to do a fake one. Other one, fake. This one, real. Ish. No. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly. Are you ready to picture it? Yep, picturing it. I don't know yet. Blank canvas. (laughs) Okay, Bob Ross. 1990, Griswold, Connecticut. Is this one of those stupid-ass Chevy Chase movies? No. All right. Children, they're playing near a hillside gravel mine, as they do. I was about to say. Then they find some graves. Well, one of them ran home told his mama and she was like okay then like it was not a grave 
blah, blah, blah. And he's like, but look, a skull. Wait, what? <laughs> okay. Did Were they like marked or were they just like digging shit up and found shit? They were just digging shit up. They were playing at a hillside gravel mine. Okay. Not marked. But who just digs? Boys? I mean, they weren't digging like six feet down. They're like, hi-ho, hi-ho. So the mama was like, deep boop, 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 <laughs> and called the police. You sounded like you just did two numbers back and forth. <laughs> well, it was 911. You're like, six, nine, six, <laughs> nine. I mean, probably. That is probably oh what I did God. as a kid. However, the police were like, mm, these burials might actually be of this local serial killer named Michael Ross. Oh, shit. So you need to look him up. I didn't, like, look up anything, but I was like... Also odd that you called me Bob Ross at the beginning. Oh, yeah. I mean, obviously I knew his name, but that had no bearing, but yeah. Right. I mean, subconsciously maybe, but what yeah. else? So, they taped everything off as a crime scene. However, the bones turned out to be more than a century old. Holy shit! Yeah. So, Nick Bellantoni, he said that the hillside contained a colonial-era farm cemetery. Holy shit. Yeah, and New England has several of these, like, unmarked family plots. Mm Mm-hmm. He said it was pretty typical of the 1700s and early 1800s. Well, there were 29 of these burials, and many of them were children. It said they were laid to rest in thrifty Yankee style, which was simple wood coffin without jewelry, without much clothing, their arms resting at their side or crossed over their chest. As opposed to what? Over the head? (laughs) I'm just saying. However, burial number four was not like that. Ooh. It was one of the only two stone crypts in that cemetery that they, like, unearthed. And it was partially visible. So he was, like, already, like, I can't wait to see what's in that one, you know? So his little guys are scraping away, doing all this. Well, the first thing they uncovered was a red painted coffin and a pair of skeleton feet. Skeletal feet, not skeleton feet. He said they laid in like perfect anatomical position, but everything else had been rearranged. What? And he said the skeleton had been beheaded. The skull and thigh bones rested atop the ribs and the vertebrae. So he said it looked like a skull and crossbones Mm -hmm. thing. Could you imagine, like, if, let's say you bought this property to, like, build a house and you were trying to build a pool or whatever. Just, I don't know. They're digging to lay your foundation. I don't know. And, like, you unearthed all these bodies. Like, could you imagine? No. Like, I'm not going to do poltergeist, so I got to move. Well, and shit, I'm just thinking about the cost. The cost of it stopping your Mm -hmm. build, but the cost of getting that shit cleaned up. Because, I mean, I'm sure all those people out there working weren't just going for free. Right. 
Sorry, that was total sidebar, but I've just this whole time I've been like, could you imagine? Yeah, no, I couldn't. So after he analyzed it further, it showed that the beheading, along with everything else, like the rib fractures, all of that, it occurred roughly five years after death. What? Mm-hmm. Someone also smashed the coffin. They called him JB, and he was a 50-ish year old male skeleton from the 1830s and they called him JB because he had brass tacks on the outside of his coffin that I mean had JB you know meanwhile it was like the brand of coffin (laughs) 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 JB he was shipped to the National Museum of Health and Medicine in Washington DC for further research because I mean a century-year-old skeleton that's been rearranged. In, like, weird position. Yeah. Meanwhile, Bill and Tony, he was asking around. And no one could really understand why he was, you know, beheaded five years after death and all of this stuff. Well, he stumbled on a case. And that is who we're going to talk about today. So, the case is Mercy Lena Brown, and she lived in Exeter, Rhode Island. Okay, it was dubbed Deserted Exeter, which is real catchy, people. I mean, so fucking clever. (laughs) Right? So, it's one of the border towns. It used to be a large farming community, but now the soil isn't real fertile, And they say it's like rocks, rocks, and more rocks. In the late 19th century, Exeter was busy. It had like 2,500 people. All right. In 1892, it had dipped below 961 people. So it had a drastic drop. Yeah. There was a new railroad. So people didn't have to go through Exeter. They Mm -hmm. exited Exeter. (laughs) And also, Civil War casualties were huge in this area. It said that farms were abandoned, and many of them were seized later and then burned by the government. Oh, shit. Yeah. So, it looked like a ghost town. Why, I wonder, though? I don't know. I Um, mean, like, you'd think that the government would make money off of, like, keeping the farms for themselves, you know? You know, I have a theory on that now that I just thought about it. But I'll, I'll keep it at bay for a second. Okay. So, around this time, 1800s, you know, back in the day, lots of deaths that were unexplained, you know. Mm-hmm. And the Brown family, who Mercy, you know, was a part of, couldn't think of that, was a member of. They're living on the eastern edge of town, and they had, like... A couple of acres of farm. They started having illness in their family. The first one to pass was Mercy's mother, Mary. She passed in December 1882. Then Mercy's sister, Mary Olive, she was 20 years old. And a dressmaker, she died the next year. Damn. She had a brother. Mercy had Mercy was a baby of four. And so she had a brother. 
And he was known as being like a big husky guy. He was a store clerk. And he started coughing up blood a little bit. And his dad was like, you're going to be fine. You're not going to die. How about you go to Colorado? The air there will be good for your lungs. Whatever is in your body right now, you'll be better there. Meanwhile, he gets everybody sick on his journey. (laughs) All the way across the United States, people start coughing up blood. Right. And that's how the plague is spread. (laughs) So right now, Edwin is off in Colorado getting better. And it's just Mercy and her dad at home. So this is like 10 years after her mom and sister died. At this point... She started having fever, a hacking, bloody cough, and was visibly wasting away. Oh, God. They said that she'd be covered with sweat. She was very flustered, so she looked like me with her rosy cheeks. (laughs) And because she was losing so much weight, her eyes were sunken in. So... Really soon after she started showing these signs, she passed away. So, January 1892 was when she passed away. Well, since it was January, she couldn't be buried because they couldn't penetrate the ground. Oh. So, she was stored above ground in like a cellar, I guess you would say. So, kind of like a mausoleum. Yeah. Or something. You know, but, like, not going to be her final resting place. Right. She's going to be in with her family. Yeah. Yeah. Which is so crazy. I never even thought about that. Like, not being able to bury people because the ground's frozen. Yeah. Well, absolutely. Because, one, we don't understand that level of cold. No. But, two, because of the time, they didn't have machinery that could do it. Right. Let's get back a little bit while she was still alive. She's on her deathbed, and her brother came back, Edwin, but he was, like, feeling good up there, but then just started taking a turn for the worst, and he's like, look, if I'm going to be like this, I'm going home to my family. Yeah. And he didn't know that his sister was on her deathbed. You know, she was young when he left, and... Healthy. So, one of the newspapers wrote, If the good wishes and prayers of his many friends could be realized, friend Eddie would speedily be restored to perfect health. (laughs) One, why did they have to call him friend Eddie? That's odd. Yeah. Okay, cousin Paul. (laughs) I mean, Mm -hmm. okay. But uh, that just reminds me of Facebook now when people say, like, Prayers don't do anything. You know what I mean? Because people will be like, you're in my prayers. And they're like, school shootings don't need your prayers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But that's basically what these people are saying. Yeah. However, some neighbors were like, look, prayers ain't going to do it. They know what's up. They're, you know, okay. Well, so they approached George, who is the father of this family. And it's like, look. Prayers ain't going to work because supernatural shit is afoot. Damn. Like, the devil is here in Exeter, and 
shit's getting real. Like, you know, because your whole family is dead or dying. Yeah. So. And meanwhile, he's just fine. Yeah. his best life. Yeah. Well, not his best, but his, yes. you know, the well, best as he can be. Yeah. And right now, at this point, his daughter has died. Like, I just wanted to let you know, like, on her deathbed is when Edwin came back. Sorry, this is, like, flip-flop till you can't stop, but... I mean, it sounds like one of my stories. <laughs> so, I just wanted you to know, he came back in really bad condition. She was in bad condition and died. Okay. When his neighbors came and were talking all of this, he's like, look... I know that the doctor's doing all he can do. He's going to get him back to health. You know, he's kind of lasted longer than any of them. So, he's a strong man. He's going to do this. Like, how much more can I take? Yeah. I can't. God wouldn't do this. And they're talking about the devil. And right. And he's like, I don't know. Like, I don't fucks with that. Yeah. Well, soon enough he did. Because... You know, one of his neighbors was like, look, like, nudging him with his elbow. We don't want to die. Your whole family has died and is dying, like you said. And you're next. And then who else is this devil going to prey on? Mm -hmm. So here's where it gets, like, I mean, more than it has. They're like, we think one of your family members that's past is like a living undead person and they are feasting on Edwin and that's why he's getting so sick. What? Yeah. And so they've got his attention, you know, going like, well, I mean, it did go through them pretty quickly Mm -hmm. and okay. Because when medicine's not working, and you have your last child who's dying. I cannot even imagine. You're like, this doesn't sound right, but okay. They're like, look, we have to exhume the bodies. Oh, shit. So they do the mom and Mary Olive oh. first. Because they're thinking it was one of them, maybe the mom. Mm-hmm. And that's why. Well, on the morning of March 17th, 1892... A party of men dug up the bodies. The family doctor was there. And a journal correspondent was there to, like, document this. George was absent because... Who could be there who and watch could. that? Yes. Yeah. So, it's been almost a decade. And they were barely more than bones. God. So, wasn't them. Yeah. And so, they're like, all right. It's... Mercy. So, there was no decay on her body. And it was not in the position that it had been buried. (gasps) Okay. They found fresh blood in her heart. (gasps) And they're like, okay. Ding, ding, ding. We told you. So, they removed her heart. And they burned it to ashes. Just the heart. Just the heart. Okay. So then it was mixed with water. Oh, my God. And was given to Edwin to drink. No, no, no. I thought that's where you were going. Mm -hmm. Did he know what it was? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. 
oh shit I, I could not do it oh like fuck. i i don't think my body would allow me no to. absolutely fucking not i my stomach literally churned <laughs> just thinking of it well and imagine back in the day i mean there were no like flavors to hide that you know what yes. i mean like oh oh god Mm-mm. it said her heart and her liver i'm sorry two major things However, the ritual did not work, and Edwin died within two months. Probably from those fucking ashes. <laughs> mm. And what everyone had labeled Mercy as was a vampire. And apparently, in New England, there is a whole vampire scare. What is it with New England with these, like, scares like that? Uh-huh. This was 200 years after... The Salem Witch Trials. Do you think they learned their fucking lesson? <laughs> right? Well, to their mind, they probably... I don't know. When did they realize that Salem Witch, like, wasn't really witches? Like, way later, huh? Oh, no. That's how why it stopped. Uh, was because they realized they weren't witches. Oh. Uh, so, New England's thinking everybody's vampires. Yes. And... And that's what Mercy was. Mm-hmm. Supposedly. Allegedly. Allegedly. But it's because all of these deaths were taking place and they were just slowly going, like the life draining from them, mm-hmm. like you would like think of a vampire feeding on yeah. a person. However, what it turned out to be was tuberculosis, which was called consumption at that time. Holy shit. Yeah. So, when you said that about the, like, why would they burn the farms? Mm -hmm. I was thinking maybe because of tuberculosis. And so, when they finally figured out what it was. Yeah. So, here's the kicker, though. Robert Koch, he identified the tuberculosis bacterium in 1882. But the news of the discovery didn't get to the rural areas for years later and i mean even if it had the drug treatments weren't till later anyway but they would have at least known it's not a vampire right you know it, oh this has a name and these are the symptoms and you know what i mean they yeah. check every box it's that he wouldn't have had to exhume those uh-huh. poor bodies and desecrate his baby So, if you go back to the beginning where JB was found, beheaded, and all of this, it's because of this vampire epidemic in these small rural farm communities, Mm -hmm. thinking it was vampires, that they would do different things. Some, like the Browns, would, you know... Take out the heart. Yes, and burn it, and then some would decapitate... Just random things like that. I wonder what the medical, like, reasons are, like, as to why she had fresh blood in her thing, in her lungs, and she wasn't very decomposed. It's because she was basically, like, kept in a freezer. Oh, she's the one Mm -hmm. that... Okay, 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 okay. Yep. Gotcha. I'm picking up what you're putting down And so... Bless her heart, everything just worked against her. Yes. You know, it was that perfect storm of, it's got to be one of your family members. A, B isn't here. C, 
oh, ding, 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 you know? And it's like, no, it's because, like, you literally kept her on ice. Right. You know, I mean. Gotcha. Duh, mm -hmm. Carrie. Keep up. (laughs) So, the rib fractures that JB had suffered, the one that was like skull and crossbones, Mm -hmm. was probably to remove his heart. Ah. And so it's just like, oh, God. How many people? I know. Ugh. Uh And again, it's like, you can't blame them. They knew. You know, they only knew what they knew. Yes. And. But again, though, look, we may do this in, Mm -hmm. you know, 100, 200 years where these ghost stories that we have that we're telling, they're like, no, it wasn't a break in the matrix it was blah 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 yeah. energy you know or something yeah. you know what I mean well, like it was- I mean just think my sister when she was trying to cure cancer when she was diagnosed she was stage four and they were like look we honestly can't tell you how long mm-hmm. you know and I mean that motherfucker she lasted three years full mm-hmm. force but at one point chemo wasn't working and all this I mean she still did it but she was like, okay, one of her friends from Malaysia was like, ginger, drink ginger, do everything ginger. And that girl did, you know, and it's like, I mean, ginger's not gross, but if she would have said boil cabbage and rub it on your hair and mm-hmm. do this, Lori would have done it. Yeah. Because you're facing death and, yeah. you know, pain and all of this. So it's like, if there's this weird thing, we're going to grasp to it. That's yeah. why, hell, that's why, like, cults work, and that's why... Well, I mean, anything. Infomercials yeah. and uh, Instapot I and mean, air fryer, you know? Well, weight loss drugs and mm-hmm. all of those, th- you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I get it, but, God, like, looking back, you're just like, oh, my God, shake my head. Yeah, that's uh, SMH. Apparently, I had to IRL SMH. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. I still, and I know I've said this on another episode, but I still, I wish I just could see into the future and know what we're doing right now that they're going to be like, you is dumb. Yes. Or, like, I really feel like the cure for cancer is there. And this is me being completely pessimistic conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. Got my extra large tinfoil hat and it's pointy. But I feel like, they're making too much money. Everyone is making so much money from cancer that it's just not going to... I think to say there's a cure for cancer is too simplistic. Yes. I mean, there's so many different... Yeah. And so I think that, like, it's definitely within reason that we're, we're I mean, doing what we're doing. We're slowly getting better at treating, at treating it and curing it on an individual basis. But... A big part of that has to do with early detection. Mm-hmm. And so nobody wants to pay for preventative stuff. And so, yes, I mean, if they're not paying per- for preventative things, then, yeah, they're going to be paying for treatments and making money and, you know, yada, yada, yada. Says a person in the medical field, I am telling you, there is more to that. People I- are just making way too much money. Just like drugs and sex work. They don't want to regulate it. They don't want it to be taken away because then they don't make the money. Mm-hmm. And they don't make the collars. And mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's, oh, a, it's a lot. Well, and you've got all these 
fucking politicians that are participating in it. Yeah. On the sly and getting away with it and padding their pockets and yada, yada, yada. So, fuck no, they're not going to do that. Yeah. So, okay. Mercy's known as the last vampire of New England because of... I don't think they really exhumed any bodies after her. So, she's like the last one. Yeah. So, she got some press in it. And... When Bram Stoker died, they went through his stuff, and it had mentions of Mercy Brown and everything, and he used her as inspiration for a character in Dracula. Oh. Did her did her dad ever get tuberculosis? I don't know. I think it's very interesting that how some people get it and some people don't. Yeah. And how... Well, they said that, like, she probably... Oh. Thank you for that. Her TB was the galloping kind, which meant that she had been infected but remained asymptomatic for years. And with that, the galloping comes because she fades really fast. Yeah. Because she's been infected for 10 years. And I think it's interesting that the brother left and went to Colorado and got better for a little bit of a time. But then, you know, ended up getting worse, too. So, I yeah. wonder, like, what made him get better. Probably thinking that he would. Maybe. You know, go in there. Fresh air. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, oh, your body gets used to it. And it's like, okay, this is my current state. And drop. Yeah. I, thought, I also find it interesting that nobody thought the dad was doing it. I know, right? Because that was my immediate thought when you said like started telling about all the people who got sick Mm -hmm. you know and then the son had it too and he left and he got better i was like maybe he poisoned him yes probably because he was like oh well-respected farmer you know Mm -hmm. i will say that mercy's body did get buried and it's still in that cemetery and you can go visit it today people believe all kinds of different things there. But some people leave vampire teeth. Oh, my God. <laughs> like, she wasn't a vampire. When I was in Salem, there was a um one of the cemeteries that we went to that, like, it was like a big cemetery. I forget mm-hmm. who was buried there. Maybe it was one of the judges. Or it was somebody big that was in that cemetery. And then right attached to it on the side was the memorial that they had created for all the 19, well, 18 women and one man that had been killed. And, well, that was, that's a whole other thing. But that, because that was very, like, crazy and heartwarming and all that. But in that cemetery, though, if there were graves that were, like, kind of far off by themselves or, like, didn't have people, like, putting flowers or whatever on it, you would put pennies on it. Oh, really? They told me what it meant. So if anybody knows why we did that because we did that because <laughs> I forgot they somebody told us and it was basically like if I remember correctly essentially if they're like alone they don't have family buried beside them that kind of thing it's like being like hey kind of thing a penny for your thoughts uh-huh <laughs> that's cool though yeah so they're not alone kind of thing yeah like hey you're not alone here's a here's a fucking penny call someone who cares no <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, I hope you enjoyed the story. Well, I like that story. Thanks. I like I like things like that that it's like there's this logical explanation. Yeah. That people don't understand. 
yet. Mm-hmm. And so it's like this whole like conspiracy <laughs> slash yeah. supernatural explanation that they come up with. So it's just interesting to see how people explain things away. Yeah. That they don't understand yet. Yep. So I really like that. Yay. And if there's a story or an idea that you have for an episode, let us know. Mm-hmm. Send in those bonus episode ideas. You know who you are. You know your Patreon tier. <laughs> so thank you all again for being part of the Patreon, Creepinati, Patronage, <laughs> all of those words that I make up and say sometimes. We truly appreciate you being part of this and helping us make these bonus episodes yeah. and you know we're just growing and it's amazing and it's all because of y'all so thank y'all so freaking much you know what if y'all were buried i would leave a dime on your grave not a penny Dang. a fucking dime i see you're dumb and i raise you a quarter well um oh a silver dollar you could raise me a silver dollar i will put a Susan B. Anthony. Isn't that 50 cents? I don't know. I just don't know. I don't know. Change. Who has change? I told you. I'll, I'll put my Discover card on it. <laughs> <laughs> so until next time, remember, creep it real and, and don't, don't get, get scared. scared.